Welcome to the Seeing Through the Numbers podcast. My name is Amanda Fisher, the Cashflow Queen and author of Unscramble Your Numbers. Welcome to episode 21 of the Seeing Through the Numbers podcast. Today I want to talk about connecting and connecting with your audience, with your potential clients, customers, and how we do that and how we do that best. I've been fortunate enough to be speaking on a panel for American Express for their small business, well, sorry, for their business card members. And sharing the stage with some of Australia's best business minds, the event put on by none other than Andrew Banks of Morgan and Banks, Talent2, and perhaps better known by some as one of the sharks on Australian Shark Tank. And one of the things I have found really interesting in not only just doing doing my part on the panel, but more so in relation to the the comments and the reactions and the feedback from the audience after the event. Sometimes it's in the kind of the one-off statement that you say the odd thing that you don't put a lot of value to at the time, but it resonates with someone. And somewhere in the course of the last panel discussion, I mentioned as a bit of an aside, I wasn't even planning to say it in the sense that I I kind of threw it in as an extra line, that at one point I'd buried my head in the sand, hoping, in in this case we were talking about cash flow, hoping that cash flow problems that I was experiencing in my business would just go away. And I buried my head in the sand for quite a period of time working really hard to get new new clients in, to build the business back up, hoping and praying that it would fix the cash flow problem without actually facing it. So I was burying my head in the sand. That was the words I used. And one of the people in the audience came up to me afterwards and said, thank you so much for what you shared on the panel and particularly about burying your head in the sand. And he said, that really made sense to me, really resonated with me, and I'm going to make sure that I don't do that. It was fascinating to me because it it wasn't a throwaway line, but it was kind of, I'd already talked about the challenges and how I dealt with them and so on. And it was almost an afterthought that I thought, I'll just talk about, you know, just make sure you don't bury your head in the sand. Yet that was the bit that made the difference. That was the tipping point for this person in the audience. That was the bit that they're going to remember. And what really hit home to me on that was just how much our words impact other people. I get surprised, and perhaps I shouldn't, but I get surprised at how much the words we say do impact other people. Back quite a few years ago, I was a senior supervisor, then manager in an accounting firm, 
and I had junior staff, intermediate staff working under me. And these were young men and women who'd just left high school, who were working full time and studying accounting at night and bright kids, smart kids, and I shouldn't call them kids really, but yeah, and nice young women, young men and women. And they were, they were lovely. They, they worked really hard, you know, and they were going, taking their steps up the corporate ladder within the accounting firm. And then obviously they moved on, I guess, and did other things. Many, many years later, and I think it possibly was 25 years later, 20 or 25 years later, there was a bit of a reunion of the, of the accounting firm and previous staff. It was probably celebrating a milestone of age for the business. I don't remember that bit, but I remember it being, you know, maybe 20 odd years uh, after I had left working for that particular business. And some of, a couple of my old staff, those that had worked under me that I had been their supervisor or their manager for, were also attending that event. I hadn't seen them for all those years, which is lovely, of course. But what really hit home for me was two of them came up to me, were one more, more so than the other. But both of them said similarly, but this particular young woman came up to me and she said, I just want to thank you because, because of you, I'm now doing the job I'm doing because of what you said to me when I was working for you. And she's now got some highfalutin, fancy job, awesome job she, that she was loving. She was resonating. So she wasn't, she was working in corporate. So she'd moved out of accounting practice world into corporate world. And I have no idea what I said. None whatsoever. All I know is that I was doing my best to train and educate these young men and women that were working for me and helping them along their way to, you know, be better at their jobs. What I hadn't realised was that I had been seen as a mentor, as you know, someone to look up to, someone whose advice was sought after and cherished and words were listened to. And I hadn't realised it. And that was an absolute bolt out of the blue for me because I would have been all of 23 or 4, maybe 25 at the time. I Like I was still a young woman who didn't really know where I was going or what I was doing. And yet the words that I spoke, the way I treated these young men and women who were working for me had made a massive impact on them. And I didn't realise. What I'm really delighted about, of course, is that the impact I made was a positive one, uh, which was yeah, good, but that's, I guess, who I am. And what hit home to me at that point was, as I say, just how much our words make a difference. But more than that, it's, it's about somehow finding a way that connects, those words connect with someone that resonate with the person you're speaking to. And one of the things that all of my education around marketing and sales that I've done over the last six, seven years, seven, seven, eight years, and I've done a lot of training in this area, 
is the one thing that kind of everybody beats the drum, the same drum on, is know your client, know your prospects, your potential client, your avatar, your you know your ideal client, um, whatever the words are you want to use, but know them and know them intimately, know their language, know how they think, their, their likes, their dislikes, so that when you are communicating with them, that you are getting that connection, that they are hearing you and they're hearing it in a way that makes them take action. Yeah, that's the holy grail. If you can get into the head of your prospects when you're marketing and talk to them as though they're the only person you're talking to, that's how these people that are doing massive, really big income generation where businesses that are just flying off the charts it's because they have nailed that so so perfectly so detailed so minutely one of the other things that came up in this most recent panel discussion was a question was put to the audience by the the MC or the moderator of the panel Tim Reed and he asked the audience who out there is struggling to understand their numbers and with their cash flow and in a room of 300, 350 businesses, not a single person put their hand up. And I, and, 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 and to me, that was normal. It was not unexpected to me because we don't talk about it. We as business owners put on this brave face that all's going well. We have to put out a positive vibe, a positive face to the business that all's going well, even if the wheels are falling off behind us. Because in part, nobody wants to, when you think of it this way, nobody wants to do business with someone where the business is suffering, is struggling. You want to go do business and you want to hang out with and be involved with people who are doing well. So from a business owner perspective, in terms of your face to the world, it has to look like you've got it together and that business is booming and going well. And what that does, though, is it means that we're faking it, that we're putting out this brave face that all is going well, when what's behind us is, is falling apart. The wheels have fallen off and we're in serious financial difficulties, potentially. And if not, but it may not even be financial. It might be that you've got staffing issues, that you've got operational issues, that there are other things going on behind the scenes that aren't working the way they should be working. And that's a stress that you're carrying as the business owner, but one that you need to kind of overcome. So for me, when nobody put their hand up to say they were struggling with cash flow, I wasn't surprised. And I said to the audience, you know what? This is one of the big challenges we face. We put out this persona of success and yet behind the scenes, things aren't what they are. And the challenge is that we need to be asking for help, that it, it's okay to be putting a hand up to say, perhaps not in front of 350 other business owners, but in a lesser environment, but to be speaking to your bookkeeper, your accountant, your virtual CFO, your business coach, your business advisor, and asking them for help because help is out there. There are answers there that can make a massive difference quite quickly to, to issues in your business, whatever those issues are. 
and doing it alone and trying to figure it out yourself or burying your head in the sand on whatever the problems are in your business is not the answer. The answer is asking for help and finding the right person to ask for help. Finding a person that you feel that you're comfortable confessing, in essence, that you've got problems. Or being vulnerable and real and authentic that, you know what, yes, from an outside perspective, everything looks great, but inside things aren't, aren't going so well. It pains me when I see this in businesses because I usually get the phone call when things are in really dire straits. I get the phone call when business is booming, apparently. You look at everything online, in websites, social media, and the business is doing great guns. But then I get called in because what's going on behind the scenes actually no. There's a problem with cash flow. Profit's just not there. I remember one one prospect I spoke to, and I, I knew this person online, and I business was booming. Everything pointed to massive success, accolades, filled events, winning awards, just fantastic. But I got the call. And the call was, you know, we've grown so big so quickly. We've put on all these staff. Yeah, turnover is... I don't remember, tripled, quadrupled. I get it gone up significantly. The turnover, revenue had increased a lot, but there was no money in the bank. There was, you know, when we looked at it, there were not, the profit wasn't there. So a little bit prior to all this big growth, it, the business was ticking along nicely. There was a bit of, there was profit. It was going nicely. But then the growth had brought in with it inefficiencies and um, training issues, I won't say staff issues in the sense of staff issues, but it was more around procedures and systems and and the team members taking longer to do the jobs and, and, and the, provide the service than was expected. So perhaps a service that was expected to take 10 hours, they may take 25 or, you know, or 12 or 15, but whatever it was, because the salary was being paid, the extra hours gobbled up the cost of salary, so suddenly the the margin in the in the work was just not there, and and this business was was yeah in 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 trouble. And I don't want that for you. For the want of picking up a phone and asking for help at a time when things are are going okay, but not brilliant, but they're not really really bad. Don't 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 please wait until all four wheels have fallen off your truck before you ask for help. When you get the first flat tire, ask for help. Get in there early when you can also afford it because you will need to pay for some support. Get in early and get things on the right track because you get things on the right track and business will go well. Where I'm talking about connecting with an audience when I'm speaking in front of people or just a one-on-one -on, -one on a panel, whatever it is, that connection is in the languages and what we talk about. But when you're the business owner, selling your business, doing what you do and talking to clients and prospects, you need to know that the business behind the scenes can deliver, can provide the service or the product that can provide the experience, the customer service, the, the quality that you want to bring to it. And that's really, really important. So for me, it's about your words. It's about finding the right words that connect 
with your audience, with your potential clients, with your prospects, with your existing clients, with your team members, with your suppliers, with everyone that's around you, finding the words that connect with them and making sure that there are connections because the stronger you can connect, the better the relationships and the better your business will become as a result of it. Give that a crack. See whether you can find out more about who you're talking to and what words resonate with them and be very conscious of the words you use because whether you realize it or not, every time you speak, every time you write an email, every time you do any marketing or promotion or write a blog or do anything, where communication is involved, you're impacting the other person or people that you're communicating with and you want to make sure that you're making a connection. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Do subscribe so you don't miss any more episodes and I look forward to talking to you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Seeing Through the Numbers podcast. Make sure you subscribe to get notifications of upcoming episodes so that you don't miss any. Looking forward to seeing you in the next episode.